Welcome back, beautiful people. It's another edition of the Fairly Odd Asians, episode 29. It is Monday, June 8th. It's a hot one. Hot toddies. It's supposed to be like 96. We're recording this on Sunday, so it's supposed to be like 96 on Monday. But then 64 on Wednesday. Yeah. Are we just weather people now? Yeah, maybe. That's just like how we are, Minnesotan. Yeah. How's the weather up there? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that weather though. Weather front's coming in. Oh my god. <laughs> I hate who we've become. Yes, I do too. Um, <laughs> so it is a solo, well not solo, a, a a a duo episode with just Megan and I. We don't have any guests today. Um but uh we have some kind of some stuff to talk about um in the sense of uh, I know that this is a time of COVID and things are opening up June 10th, bars. Um, theaters, things like that are opening up, indoor dining. Um, still a little kind of sketched about that, I think, but... As long um, as people are smart and wear masks and, like, do proper hygiene, don't sneeze on each other or, like, you know, lick each other. Yeah. I think COVID will be... I hope it just disappears. Like, what was it? SARS or something? Like, just disappeared? Oh, it I was, have no idea. It was some, it was some like, pandemic or epidemic that happened that it just kind of like up and disappeared when the summer came or when like fall came well haven't like trump how he just says like oh i heard that the heat really kills it off <sighs> the uv light really kills everything well yeah and he drank hydro what was it chloroquine or yeah. whatever yeah. but i thought that um medical professionals have said that they believe that covid 19s or coronavirus is just going to be something that's kind of like the flu and like comes back and stays year to year yeah i'd believe it but yeah Yay. um so we are going to start today's episode we have a few things to talk about uh the first thing though we didn't get to though uh probably the last time because we had the george floyd episode um if you haven't listened to that i would highly encourage you to go back and listen to um the justice for george floyd episode um we kind of just it's kind of a ramble by uh, Megan and I, but I think it's important um, for people to listen to and maybe give you gain some perspective. Um, obviously, we don't have the best perspective because we are not we're people of color, but we're not black. Yeah. Um, so um, I would highly recommend going back and listening to that episode. But um, to, to start, Megan reminded me right before the episode that uh, there was a neighbor conflict that Ooh. we have witnessed in our presence. I. Uh, Megan witnessed in her presence. So, Megan, um, can you talk about when this happened and um, what transpired? Oh, why, sure, Aaron. I would love to. I would love to tell the people about our tainted apartment. The Crystal Lake Estate Chronicles. <laughs> well, so we have some interesting neighbor folk, as I would like to say. And the people next to us, they seem normal. They seem fine. The people below them, we've witnessed them. We, we both have witnessed them arguing all the time, like screaming at each other. Yeah, last night. Yeah, in front of the house or in front of the apartment. Um... And they're just, they're very interesting people. And so I came home, or I was checking the mail last week, and all of a sudden I see a cop talking to our next door neighbor. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be juicy. So I had to do my duties and, of course, eavesdrop. And so I pressed my little ear next to the front door because <laughs> they were talking in the hallway. And apparently our next door neighbor had called the cops on the people right below them 
because the people next to us, she believes that the people downstairs, the people who are causing all this ruckus, are abusing their son. Mm-hmm. And um, she's like, I want something to be done about this, blah, blah, blah. But then the cop said, well, the people downstairs think that you're harassing them and all this stuff because you're like pounding it on the floor when they're playing music loud and all this stuff. And they just feel like you are attacking them and blah, 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 blah. And she was super pissed because, I mean, I would be pissed, but also I understand the cop because he's like, I can't really do anything because I don't have evidence of him being abused. And so I was like, what is going on? And I wanted to, I mean, I have thought in the back of my head that there was something going on with this poor boy and his mom who always is yelling at him. She's just interesting. But it's like, I feel a little bit like the bystander effect. But at the same time, like the cop said, I I don't have evidence. Mm-hmm. I can't do diddly shit. Right. But I know you've told me to stay out of it. Yeah, because don't, we don't need uh, apartment drama right now. If you see something, then report it, obviously. Yeah. But right now, we don't need to meddle in their affairs. This is the same lady who who stopped me. I was about to go on uh, a bike ride, I believe. Um, she stopped me in the hallway, our next-door neighbor, and said, Hey, do you guys like hear loud music uh, playing at all hours of the day from the people below me? And I'm like, um, no, I don't, I don't. And she's like, okay, well, if you do, make sure to complain to the landlord about it uh, because... We will, uh, because it's just me saying it now, but if we have more people saying it than this, I'm like, all right, sounds good, lady. And we don't hear their music, really. I feel like we hear the people below us. Below us. But, but not them. Yeah, not them. So, um, yeah, I don't want to get into it. Uh, I mean, the only thing, I don't know if we could even complain about this, but like they're constantly screaming at each other. The people causing all this ruckus? last night she was going off on him, right? So our apartment is like facing the main road by the front door. So we hear everything that happens out there. And we had our door open yesterday um, when we were watching Queer Eye last night. Mm -hmm. And yeah, she was going into him. She was going at him. I felt kind of bad for him because she was just screaming. Yeah. Also, And then there was a third person there who was just minding their own business or like kind of... Like, just bringing groceries in. I'm like, is yeah. this their normal? I just am blown away. You know, some people's love language is yelling at each other, I guess. Well, is that love? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah, so that uh, that just adds on top of the poop on the third floor. <laughs> um, water. Do we talk about the water leaking? I think so. In our ceiling? Yeah. Yeah, we had so, water. So there's, leaking. like, shit water just right above us in the toilet, which is super nice. Um, yeah, we just have, this is a great first apartment to be living in together, I think, I think. Yeah. I mean, you know, I was telling you the other day, I feel like as young people and as not, I almost said newlyweds, as like first timers living together. Wow. (laughs) As first timers living together, um, I feel like this is part of the struggle of like, your first home and like part of the process of living together. Right. And like, that's life. Like 
think of the stories we'll have from this place. Yeah, we can tell our kids all this, all these crazy things, and then when they're complaining, we're like, well, back then, I had to climb the hill to get to school. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'd, climb, I'd climb uphill both ways. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, I, I think, you know, part of life is learning what you don't like and mm-hmm. what, like, you want to improve on. And, yep. like, definitely... Having good neighbors is important. Mm-hmm. Um, air conditioning <laughs> is a must. We just ordered a bed fan because <gasps> yeah. we looked into air conditioners. We have two problems with air conditioners. One, super expensive. Yeah. Standing ones are like $380, $400 um, that we'd maybe use for six months and then we'd have to get rid of it if we go to somewhere else. Yeah. Um, also, our windows are quite weird. They slide sideways, so they're nice and big, which is nice, but... Those air conditioners need a, a funnel hose thing to the outside. So it doesn't, it's not very conducive to an air conditioner. So we got one of those cool little bed fans that tucks right underneath your bed and blows from the bottom of your bed or the top of your bed, wherever you put it, um, blows on like in your mattress. So it blows cold air. Um, so hopefully, fingers crossed, this thing works. I think it will because I have a fan blowing on me when we sleep and I'm fine. And I'm not fine because yeah, I do not, you do have, not a fan. have a fan on your side. Yeah. <laughs> I wake up every morning just drenched in <laughs> grease and sweat, and then so the cats yummy. playing with my body and oh, gosh. scratching me. Yeah. Are they still snuggling over there? They are. There's two little kitty cats. Oh, so cute. Um, but yeah, so hopefully we survive this apartment building. We will. Yeah. It's funny though, they're re they're repaving on Wednesday and that's the only day, one of the only days this week it's supposed to rain. So repaving the parking lot. So Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, so that was our little neighborhood conflict. We'll we'll keep you updated on the the affairs of the Crystal Lake estates. So yeah. <laughs> the exciting times. Yeah, the exciting times. Um so the other thing we wanted to talk about, basically the main focus of this podcast was the um, oh, Megan and I actually attended our first protest. Mm-hmm. Um, we um, got together with uh, two other friends and we ended up um, going to, it was called the 10K March Unfinished Business. So um, the 10K Foundation is like, uh, just a newly formed foundation, I believe, that um, basically for racial justice, um, really trying to make a voice. If you know who Royce White is, Royce White was a, a Hopkins um, basketball player. He played at Iowa State, I believe, uh, went to the NBA, but had to quit because of flying. Um, he was he had a fear of flying, actually. So it made it really difficult for him to stay in the NBA. Yeah, Whoa. true story. Um, but he was kind of one of the leaders um, I can't remember what the other leader's name, but the guy in the blue suit really fly. No idea. Um, I can't remember what his name was, but he was, he's an activist, um, kind of a entrepreneur in the cities and he was, uh, one of the leaders of this. So, um, overall I, I truly thought when I first saw this, I thought it was fake. Okay. Um, cause their social media was just starting and I thought that this March was like not necessarily going to be as big as it was. Okay, so first of all, talk about what was your experience like for this march? Well, maybe on a more funny note, because I just am that person. Yeah. But when we read 10K March, we thought that was 10,000 people. Okay. No, it literally. I will say it said 
on on their social media it says like ten thousand people marching. That's why I thought it was ten k. Oh yeah, and other people around us too. They were like, "Oh God, we thought this was just ten thousand people marching, not actually a ten k, like the six point whatever miles." Yeah, it ended up being a ten k. Yeah, which you know we got to exercise, but we were so sore. Yeah. So oh. the so the route. Do you want to talk about the route? Yeah, it went from the U.S. Bank Stadium Plaza by the light rail, if you know where that is, and then all the way down to, what is that, Lynn Lake, Hiawatha area. So it's uh, where George Floyd was murdered. Yes, So the memorial, memorial site. So yep. Cup, in front of that Cup Foods, I think it's 38 in Wash, Washington, maybe, something like that, um, but in South Minneapolis, and then back to u.s bank <laughs> from Stadium. whence we came <laughs> and we we parked probably a mile away from that on that on top of that right so we parked in the saint anthony north of the mississippi in the saint anthony area so we had a long walk <laughs> yeah which you know i appreciated being on the sun and everything but my out of shape ass I could not, my legs could not take it. You could totally tell during the march, like the first, like walking to Cup Foods was fine. Like everyone was excited and um, chanting a lot. But like when we walked back, a lot of people, there were actually quite a few people, I think, that did not come back with us. Yeah. Did you notice that? How it was a little bit smaller on the way back? And you know, that to me, I feel like is kind of a real life analogy of what this movement like what people are afraid of happening with this movement of like mm. people just jumping on the bandwagon getting all excited getting fired up and then like scattering in the wind yeah when time goes by when time gets tough yeah yeah that's what i like kind of tried to remind myself as we were walking back and my legs and joints and everything below <laughs> my waist was hurting i was like i was like this is very minimal compared to like what is actually happening to a whole group of people. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was um, quite interesting. Uh, I'm glad that we did it. For I sure. am too. Yeah. I I was telling Stephen and like, in, again, my stupid light hard way, but I really feel this way. I think that it's cool that like, cause we always read about history and like mm-hmm. these things happening, but like, I truly feel like we actually were part of history. Yeah. You know. That was really cool. I think, uh, what what were kind of the emotions that you were feeling during the march? Um, I mean, at Besides first... Besides being super tired at the tail end. Yeah. But like, yeah. <laughs> I guess at first I was really anxious. Like, yeah. I just... Because like with all the things happening with tear gas and rubber bullets and you just don't know. And so I was like, oh my God, like... I was thinking, all right, I'm going to memorize Aaron's number in case we get separated. And then you forgot it as yep. soon as we started marching. <laughs> that was funny. Oh, it just escaped me. And I just was so nervous to be in such a big group of people with coronavirus. Mm-hmm. But as we started marching and as like people were chanting and all that stuff, I feel like my anxiety went away. Kind like of settled my, in. Yeah, my mm-hmm. timidness went away. Because mm-hmm. it's kind of like the... What do you call it? Is it group think or not group think, but just like, um, I don't know. Whereas like you, once you see other people doing it, you're mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. Right. Like I am fine. Like this right. is okay. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I'm not going to lie. That first like quarter mile 
when we started walking, I like couldn't chant because I was like, holy shit, this is emotional. Mm -hmm. Like this is like, I was like getting a little choked up because it was like, this is crazy that we are having to do this. Like it's a good thing that we are doing this and like people are on this and they're the cause. But like it is nuts to think that like we still have to do this to just have a voice for black people in general, which is awful. Isn't that awful? Yep. Like I turned to you and said that like isn't it sad that we actually have to keep doing this? Like people in the 60s and the 50s were doing this. The 40s were doing this. And we're still having to do this. Yep. That is that just blows my mind. But yeah, so that first like mile or like quarter mile, half mile was like really really emotional and kind of like kind of kind of I felt the weight of the whole situation in a different way for the first time you know yeah um oh my voice cracked but yeah (laughs) and it and then seeing when we walked because we walked right by HCMC which is Hennepin County Medical Center I Uh think it is do you have something in your eye yes yeah Hennepin County Medical Center uh and then seeing like patients waving out the window and like the nurses and doctors waving out the window like that was like oh my god it's not just about it's not just the people marching it's everyone in support of that mm-hmm. um so that was that was quite emotional as well but well and was uh, the other thing really cool to see is that people who organize or just were trying to help out they would be along the way like handing out water bottles yeah uh, giving out food or snacks to people to keep the energy going. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, that is... This was a very organized march. Yeah. They had bike patrols um, to go ride with the group, and then they would block off the, the intersecting roads. We basically marked march down Park Avenue, I think it was, something like that. Um, basically the whole way down to Cup Foods from the banks, from the stadium. And so they had people and cars blocking off the uh, traffic to keep everyone safe, which was really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was super well organized. Um, I was very surprised, and so were you, with the lack of cops. Yeah. There was like, we didn't see, on the way there, the only cops that we saw were cops that were passing out water on the side of the road. Like they were, there was like a group of six of them and they were passing out like snacks and water and Mm -hmm. to people, um, as they were marching. So not even like enforcing. Right. Um, but then when we walked back, we obviously saw the national guard at that government building, but. Well, and you almost, Aaron and our other friend, (laughs) Erin, almost got hit by this car that went across the Went around the security. But like. (laughs) At the intersection. The he, the guy driving literally was like half a foot away from you. Yeah. I was like, um, and I just was so tired. And in my head, I was like, what is happening? And then it hit me. I was like, what? I didn't realize it until he drove by. Yeah. yeah. And then the second time, um, or like when we went across the next intersection, he had come back around yeah. and almost hit you for the second time. Yeah. I was like, what is this dude's issue? Yeah. I don't know what the hell he was doing, but, <sighs> um, people are stupid. People are stupid. I think he was just, I don't know. I'm not really sure. Just but, a hot firecracker. Yeah, hot firecracker. But um, yeah, I thought that that was, um, it was super interesting because it was 100% peaceful. It yeah, was, for sure. there was nothing, 
that went on. I know my dad, when I told him, <laughs> he was a little anxious about protests being getting violent. But I think you see that in the media and you see that in the news. It's like, oh, yeah, all protests will get that way. But not necessarily. Like, there, I would assume that there were probably 7,000 people. Oh, yeah, easily. At, at the beginning of the protest. Yeah. Walking. Um, which is crazy. We filled up the street. And I never... Did you ever feel, like, claustrophobic? No. Walking? No. I didn't either. It was a lot more spread out than I thought it was going to be. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. Uh, the other thing I want... I had two things... Or three things, actually. Uh, the one... What was your... Be- what was the favorite sign that you saw? Ooh. Um, the one that was, like, racism is small dick energy. <laughs> That one's good. I took a picture of that one. Yeah. That one was probably one of my favorites. One of my other ones was a guy, it was a black guy and he had a stick that, or he had a sign that just said, um, too pissed to be clever (laughs) on his side. Well, there was Uh, a a different guy holding a fuck Donald Trump 2020 sign. Yeah. It's like a yard sign. (laughs) God, that one was funny. Um, I saw one of this kid who was, it was at the beginning of the march at US Bank and he had a... It was a, like a little kid, little black kid, and he was like, he had a sign that said, um, "When do I when do I become a threat?" Mm. I was like, "Holy smokes, that yeah. one's heavy." That's insane. That like, yeah. black parents are having to tell their kids like, "Act this way around cops. Don't act this way around cops." Like all yeah. this stuff. I'm like what? That's that crazy. Nuts. Yeah. Um, but then the other thing about kids bringing that up is. That little kid when we were walking on the way back with his parents and his parents had a megaphone and he was starting chants for people. That was so cute. Yeah. And he, he had to be like five. Yeah. He was tiny. Yeah. Yeah. And he was just screaming, say his name. Yeah. That was so funny. That was good. And everyone did, which was good. Um, the other thing, I was walking next to Anthony Barr and Eric Kendricks. So if you don't know who those two are, they're two of the Vikings starting linebackers. Um, Very good pro bowlers. Um, Did not even realize it. They were literally like a foot, two feet to my left. And I was walking next to them for probably about two to three minutes and didn't realize it until they passed. Um, Those guys are fucking huge. Well, yeah, they're professional football players. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Eric Kendricks looks a little bit smaller on TV, but he's like thick. He's a thick boy. With two C's? He's thick. <laughs> no, but he's like, he's like, his shoulders were massive. Oh. I was not expecting him to be that big in person. Anthony Barr, yeah, because he's a big dude. But um, yeah. And then the last thing I had from the protest was um, that I want to remember was there was an intersection where car a car was playing Fuck Donald Trump. Oh, yeah. And they were blasting the music and everyone was like, yeah, let's go. And then we walked by and parked right uh, where we were walking by was this blacked out truck with two. I don't want to stereotype. But you will. But I will. uh, (laughs) Two kind of seem like white, conservative, military type background guys just sitting there in silence watching the protest that was like the only thing i saw that was a little unsettling was seeing people like that um who knows their views but it was just kind of funny because the the stark contrast between fuck donald trump and then these guys sitting in the back of their tailgate of their truck so that was funny any last thoughts on the protest um 
No, not none more on the protest, but now that we're thinking about all this and talking about this, something that came up that's been a really hot topic this week has been Candace Owens' video oh, and her statement about how... Okay, if you don't know wh- who she is or what she said, essentially she is a black woman and she is conservative, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and she came out and said... And she has a huge platform, huge following... Um, but she made a video and said, essentially, that she would not support George Floyd and not... Cons- being like, a martyr. Yeah, being a martyr. Um, and in the video, she was naming off, like, apparently he had, a, he had a criminal history for all this stuff. And she was like, because of this, like, I, I cannot, like, support, like, thinking of him as a martyr and I will not shout his name and blah, 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 blah. God, so fucking stupid. And I'm like, that's not what this is about. Like, we're not trying to make him a martyr. That is the classic conservative thinking, though. Yeah. Is to is to say, oh, he deserved to die because he had a criminal record. Right. Which is fucking insane. But then, of course, she was like, I don't think that he should have died. Blah, 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 blah. But I was just like. <sighs> it, that is the classic example. And all my white Alexandria older friends on Facebook shared that, like, food for thought yeah it's Ugh. like i tweeted it and i talked about it last episode it's 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 people and democrats do this too but it's people picking and choosing people of color to speak for that whole group of color yep and saying oh if this black person thinks it they, they all they all should think this right. or if this asian person thinks this they everyone should think that such bullshit see and yeah that's that's the thing i've been thinking a lot about this week is and i know my boss always says this like don't you cannot generalize for a large group of people like yeah okay we can we can say that there is systemic racism because there clearly is that, yeah. like there are so there, many examples of you want to talk about statistics there's plenty of statistics on that yeah. yeah but then when it comes to like um like people generalizing i i have mixed feelings about people generalizing and having signs and saying that all cops are bad cops yeah and people saying that we should completely defund the police. Mm-hmm. I just, that to me, I personally think that, like, unless you can come back to me and say that there, here is a solution to not having any police, none at all, mm-hmm. and that this is actually going to work, then great. Okay, sure. Let's try it. Yeah. But not having any police and saying all cops are bad cops. Then that brings up the Jacob... And we could be totally ignorant in this, too. Let's just get that out there. But Jacob Frey, the mayor of Minneapolis, yesterday was at a protest. Um, and one of the organizers or whoever was talking basically straight up asked him, are you are you willing to completely dismantle and disfund, defund the um, Minneapolis Police Department? And he basically said, no, I'm not willing to abolish the police department, which I think is probably the right call to make. But um, he then got booed. He got chanted, go home, Jacob, go home. And he walked through the whole protest from the middle and basically was shamed out of the protest that he was supporting, which I don't know how to feel about that. I, uh, here's the thing. I don't understand. I don't I can't understand how, that feeling of frustration and anger toward police mm-hmm. because i've never experienced that right so i think that's where we need to keep ourselves in check when talking about this yeah 
I did see an article that said that there are groups who are trying to hopefully um, there the plan is to have like um, some sort of not police force but some sort of force that would be a community a community safety force that wouldn't have firearms or something like that. So I I don't know how I feel about that. I have, I'm not well read into that. I'm not researched into that. I do think that the extremes are not going to help us move forward. Right. Just like in politics. However, I understand that that if someone burns you enough times, mm-hmm. you're probably going to have some really negative feelings about those people. Right. Yeah. It's just like the, I think I talked about this last week, the ice cream truck example Yeah. of like, if someone, yeah, like when you've been burned so many times and then they're going to come back and be like, no, 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 like I'll, I'll be better, blah, blah, blah. You're mm-hmm. still going to have that negative sentiment in the yeah. back of your head. Yeah. But I, I do think that it, it the solutions need to be talked about. And I don't think people realize it's as simple as just saying you're going to defund the police department and they go away. Right. There are policies that need to be changed. There are a lot of steps that need to be taken in order for that to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. there's a lot of education. And the mayor is on your fucking side. Right. Like the mayor is on the side of trying to make this work and trying to figure out how to change the police department, how to, how to have reform, how to... He was. He even talked about the police union, um, and talked about how it's they're way too powerful. Now, okay, here's here's one thing that I want to mention. I I don't want people to get in the mindset, and I know conservative people are gonna be like, "This is why, uh, this is why we don't we didn't want unions in the first place." Blah blah blah, like all that stuff. Like that argument is definitely gonna come when all these right or left leaning people are like the police union needs to be abolished because usually the democratic party is for unions right? um, because it's for the working class people usually. Um, But um, the police union there, it's corrupt in the way that it's, it it keeps bad police officers in their job. Yep. Um, I saw a thing called like implied immunity or something like that or something basically saying that um, unions and people in law enforcement are sometimes subject to this immunity because of the position that they have in the system, that they are basically kind of above others. And so they get immunity to crimes that others would not. I thought that was interesting. Um, But yeah, I, I... I don't want people to get the wrong idea about unions, though, because, like, I'm in a union, the teachers' union. Right. And unions usually are to make sure that people's voices are heard. And I think unions get demonized a lot by the conservative party saying that it's all about money. It's not all about money. It's about rights. It's about working conditions. It's about um, having fair say in stuff um, so that the CEOs can't make all the decisions. Um, But, yeah thought that was interesting Mm -hmm. but yeah so hopefully we come to some solution in all of this i concur yeah um last thing i want to talk about uh when do you think that people are going to start linking protests conservative people are going to start linking protests to spikes in covid probably they already have i mean 
not to throw anyone under the bus, but my bosses are quite, not quite, oh, yeah, okay, no. My, one of my bosses is pretty conservative. He's made some very conservative <coughs> comments, but also just stupid comments. Anyways, <laughs> and um, he made some comment that was like, oh, well, if there's going to be a spike in cases this week, then the government's going to have the live explaining to do. And I'm just like, oh. You know what's funny about that, though, is because COVID, we all know by now, has an incubation period where it is highly contagious, but you don't see it until two to f- like like seven to 14 days after. Mm-hmm. So all these spikes that people are seeing, because I did see a video where there are some spikes or like cases are not going down. They're staying pretty consistent and going up a little bit. Those cases couldn't have been from the protests because the protests are so new. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Like Ugh. we won't, we won't see the spike and I guarantee there is going to be a spike. There probably will be. Oh yeah. Um, but I think people need to realize that, um, and maybe I'm changing my opinion on this, I guess, but like people need to realize that protesting for racial justice for a group of people, I feel like racism is more of a public health crisis than, um, COVID-19 right now. Maybe that's a hot take. I don't know. Ooh, hot take. But I, I feel like standing up against racism is an okay reason to protest rather than you want to get your hair cut. <laughs> well, so many people protesting were all wearing masks. Mm-hmm. Like, there were... masks don't 100%, 100% defend you, but um, yeah. But still, I, I mean, I, you know, I completely agree with what you're saying. Um, and another thing with that is, like, in my head, there cannot be... Kind of like we said, but there cannot be in my head a direct correlation between spikes in cases and protesting. Oh, exactly. Like there are other factors like reopening up. Yes, states opening Mm -hmm. up, summertime happening, so people want to go out and do summertime things. Right. It's just (sighs) there's never going to be a direct correlation, but you God, you 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 sure know that conservatives are going to try and make it that way, Mm -hmm. and they're gonna they're gonna completely neglect that Florida opened up their beaches like. Two weeks ago. Stupid. But, um, yeah. Any, any last, oh, oh, one last thing. Um, so thank you so much for people who donated, um, to different causes. We ended up with, um, let me see here. I believe we ended up with $380 in donations. Um, so thank you so much for all of the people who donated, um, Megan and I are just going to kind of put an end to this. We hope we, we still encourage people. If you can't, if you don't want to protest, that's fine. You don't have to do everything, right? You don't have to protest. You don't have to donate. donate. You don't have to uh, speak out on social media. Like you can do, there are different ways for you to stand up to this problem, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think that um, don't feel obligated, but I would highly encourage everyone to look into an organization that is standing up for racial justice Look into some sort of organization that aligns with what you believe and donate to them. Um, I think right now, especially um, with times being tough, I totally get that. But uh, I would just encourage people to donate and try to find a way to um, help out as best as they can. Um, Whether that be monetary or maybe it's in supplies or time or whatnot. Um, so what Megan and I are going to do is even though we, we said we were going to match up to $500, um, we're just going to donate $500 right away. 
Um, we only hit 380, which is fine, but that's 380 more than hopefully than probably people would have, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to uh, donate our $500 to uh, Black Visions Collective. Um, and I would still encourage you to donate um, as well. And I want, I hope that people continue to have this conversation and have, because yes, it happened this, what does this mark? Like a week since it's happened or a week and a half? A uh, week and a half. Week and a half, two yeah. weeks almost. Wait. Yeah, almost two weeks. Almost two weeks, yeah. yeah. So this is not something that is going to be a fad on, so I hope it's not going to be something that's a fad on social media right now to speak up against, and then it just goes away. Continue to have those uncomfortable conversations. Continue to push people who might not think the same way you do. Um, That's the only way that this is going to change. This summer, I think I'm going to read more. You should. Some of these injustices and things like that. So and some then you books. can educate me because I yeah. will just have to work my little produce booty away. Yeah, because I have all the time in the world now. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. Um, but yeah, uh, continue to have those conversations. Continue to be a voice for people who can't speak up and for people who are I'm not not neglected. That's the wrong word. What word? Oppressed. Am I for? Oppressed. Yes. Um, so any last thoughts, Megan? Um, no, I, um, try to think. No, I've just, it's been a mentally and emotionally exhausting time period. It has, yeah. But we gotta fight the good fight. Yep, keep fighting the good fight. That's what I'm gonna say. All right, uh, thanks for listening. Please hit us up, uh, if you have any, um, if you're donating, I just burped, anything <laughs> like that. Yuck. Um, hit us up, um, let us know. Uh, where you're donating, uh, continue to share on social media, all that jazz. Um, and until next time, we love you all. All right. <laughs> Have an awesome week. We will see you next Monday. Woo-hoo.